0: Would you bow with me? Our Heavenly Father, Thou whom we address and speak to as we do no other, hear our prayer. We are concerned with our loved one, a brother. We pray for him that he may have wisdom and understanding that can only come from thee and thy son bless him our heavenly father even in this moment without visit him and his companion and have them know that all is well, and that he is in the palm of thy hand. Forgive us of our sins and our foolishness, and also our forgetfulness toward one another. We pray that we may always remember the needs of thy people. We trust that if he lives he will live unto thee and if he dies he will die unto thee give his companion great comfort even now and give them the assurance that thou art still their God and that they are still thy children Bless our people, our Heavenly Father, that we may hold up one another in our thoughts, in our words, and in our deeds. Above all these things, forgive us of our sins, that we can expect these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: to me
2: Beautiful, that was. Thank you very much, Lord. My brothers and I wish to greet you here this morning. We thank you for coming. Uh, The Lord has prepared another beautiful day for us. And without ado, I will call you to worship now by using Ephesians, the fourth chapter, 22nd through 32nd verses. And now I speak unto you concerning the former conversation, by exhortation, that ye put off the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the mind of the Spirit, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness." Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Can ye be angry and not sin? Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands for the things which are good. That he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to be to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you.
3: Our Father and our God, it is in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, that I do lift my voice, and I do so, Lord, on behalf of this thy people, this congregation, a group of thy people, Lord, who have come together, who have gathered, and Lord, we are so grateful for this past year. For, Lord, you have brought us through another year of trial, of sorrow, of joy, of prosperity and success. And, Lord, we wish to thank you for the many gifts and blessings, for being there with us, for standing beside us, for bringing us through, for comforting us and for prospering us. And, Lord, we recognize before Thee that we are nothing, that we are but dust of the earth that You have created and fashioned. And, Lord, we seek uh, Your face. We seek Thy counsel. We seek Thy favor. And, Lord, as we have gathered together, we have done so expectantly. As uh, our brother has made preparation... Lord, we desire to sit under that ministry that will come from thee. I would ask, Lord, that you would forgive this, your people, of their sins. That you would cleanse them and purify them and make them ready to hear the word. And that you would bless our brother Matt, that you would open his heart and his mind and loose his tongue. And that you might even open the windows of heaven unto him. That through his experiences in life and through that knowledge and intelligence you have granted unto him, Lord, we might feed and feast this day upon your good word. Lord, would you please bless the men that stand behind me, that stand ready to serve in their various avenues and in their prayers and in their speech. Would you please bless them and direct them. And for those who bring the ministry of music this day, Lord, would you please Bless them as they bring their offering. And Lord, we are so grateful for your son, Jesus Christ, and for his life and his sacrifice on our behalf. For as he is greatly to be praised and honored and glorified. And so, Lord, at this time, would you please draw your people's hearts out in earnest prayer and deep thought. And in contemplation, Lord, not only of the year gone by, but that which is to come and the many gifts and blessings you have in store for us. Lord, may we keep our eyes fixed upon you. May we continually remember you. Lord, would you please continue to renew our hearts and our minds and strengthen us. And Lord, we are grateful and so thankful for your love. Thank you for loving us and we love you. And Lord, I would ask this now and pray this now in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen.
4: Are you blessed? I would like for you to think about that for a second as uh, I can testify to you as we look for this uh, new year that uh, this past year I was extremely blessed and you know we come uh, to this part of the service and we think about the monetary extras that we have or those tithes that we are uh, commanded to give and sometimes we forget about the little blessings that the Lord has blessed us with and uh I don't know about you, but the biggest blessings I've ever received has been after I have been given my time to fellow man in the Lord's service. And I want you to think about that in your life, too, to challenge yourself for the year to come. Not necessarily to think about how you can be financially fit, but how can you serve the Lord? For I can tell you the joy in my heart this year after I gave it to the Lord to serve our fellow man and. Many ways is way better than anything I could receive monetary. Will you bow with me? Our dear God in heaven, Lord, I come to you now at this time of this service that uh, we uh, reach forth our hand of those uh, many blessings you have given to us uh, monetarily, Lord, that uh, we would give it back to you knowing that it all came from you, knowing that we would not have it without your uh, support in our life. And we uh, give you thanks for that and give you all the glory and honor for everything that we have. And I pray that as we uh, begin this new year tomorrow, that uh, we would set forth uh, a new path to, uh, to give to you so that we can receive the blessings that you have for us that sometimes we uh, neglect to see or receive with the uh, actions that uh, we will not necessarily give to you as uh, we try to think of ourselves first. Lord, I would pray that we would not hinder those blessings. But once again, Lord, those blessings that we have had, we give you all the praise and honor, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
5: Scripture that was chosen this morning is out of Isaiah, chapter 6, verse 8. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I, send me. In preparation for uh, this sermon, there's a couple of things that I came across that i that I thought would be important um, and those those are without experience, there is no learning and one of the most significant things about priesthood is that God calls men not so much for what they are today as he does for what he knows they will become tomorrow now. When I found out that I was preaching on New Year's Eve, um, I began to pray on a message. Like, what message can I bring on New Year's Eve? And I found uh, I found the quiet time in the house, which is rare, um, and sat down and started to write. And it was one of those moments where just you know, writing and writing and writing and then I got done and I read through it and I said, are you sure? Like this, this is the message you want me to bring. And so then I prayed about it some more, trying to figure it out. And it's not until those little moments of reassurance in the song this morning And thank you for the music. It was beautiful. In Mike's opening scripture. And the sun came through and brightened the room. Little moments that happen that reassure you that yes, this is what you need to speak about. Because these words are not my own. This is not something that I would lay at your feet but I also prayed for something that would feed you spiritually, and these are the words that came to my heart, and I was directed to give. Some of this I will read because it is um, it is what was written for me. The world is a darker place, a lonelier place, full of distractions, depression, sadness, and loneliness, but I am here, Lord. I will try to be your light, shine your light, be your beacon of joy, light, grace, and forgiveness. I will bring to you as many to your presence as I can, even if I only bring one to your feet. Now, my world is filled with everything that I ever prayed for, a full family that crosses my doorstep every day but life sometimes gets hard. Now, my sadness is real. My loneliness, my heartache is real. And as a man, I have to be the rock, a foundation for my family, the spiritual leader, a shoulder for others to cry on to help carry others' burdens, to be the one that those around me come to for help. Now, I am willing to do this for anyone, but I have a hard time letting others do that for me. I have a hard time to shed a tear when my soul needs to cleanse itself, to let loose of those things that bother me. I have been conditioned to keep my sadness and loneliness deep within myself, push it back down as far as I can, hide it, and don't let it show. I have been conditioned that my tears are a weakness, and showing weakness allows others to take advantage of me. Now, all of this was growing up in a violent home, being called weak, and being called a failure. Now, I had a protector at that time. And my brother was my protector, and we grew up in that same environment. And we stuck together until 1993 when he moved away and went to college. Now, I understand that I had to handle that on my own and deal with that on my own. I understand the why. I understand the what. I understand the how. But the problem is is that it conditioned me not to trust. Now, granted, I, I was blessed with a roof over my head and a bed to sleep in and food, but I had to grow up knowing that to become a man, I had to figure that out on my own. How to shave, which I don't do very well. How to treat others, especially how to treat myself. And what I can tell you, is that I am broken, sometimes I am sad and depressed, but you will never know it. You will never see it. You will always find a smile on my face. Always a good morning, always a yes sir, a yes man, and always willing to help. Now, at that time, growing up, my brother was my protector. And in 2006, he moved away. And so I haven't seen my brother or been in his presence in 17 years. Now my mom calls once a week, but I have to be strong for her, for the situation that she's in. And I told myself a long time ago that I would not raise my children in the same environment that I grew up in. That I would be strong for my family, for my wife and my children. I would be their rock, a shining example of light in their world. It is a burden that I carry daily. I struggle with it daily, trying to be that perfect example of what a father is supposed to be. But I fail at it every day. I go to bed worrying about it. I wake up worrying about it. I go to work every day to show my children what hard work looks like, what a strong man is. But how do I know what that actually is? I don't know what that is or even means. I didn't grow up with a strong man in my life. Not physically strong. But strong men and their ethics and their morals are spiritually strong. I struggle with it every day, trying to be a father that I didn't have. I didn't have an example of a strong man to lean on. Now, this isn't something I would normally lay at your feet. But I tell you this because I know I'm not the only one who struggles with this. But it is not something that we talk about because we are not supposed to. I cannot go back in time to change what happened, but I can wake up every day and strive to do better, strive to be better, fight back the emotions of weakness, trying to fight back against my childhood where I don't have the answers. I don't open up to people because I don't know how. I didn't have that as an example to learn from. I conditioned myself to not let people in, and I'm still like that today. I don't give others my burdens to carry because I can't. I assume that my struggles and my battles and the demons I fight with every day would make me stronger, would make me a warrior, but in reality, that is not the case. In reality, Jesus is the one that makes me stronger and a warrior and gives me hope. I now know that if I continue to walk and not walk alone, but walk with Jesus by my side, I will get through it. But as the Lord whispers to me to give me strength, I now yell back at him and say, here am I, send me. I am willing to fight for you, Lord, willing to love for you and with you, willing to sacrifice for you to speak your name, all because you saved me. My work is not done just because I am tired or weak or just don't feel like it today. Here am I. Send me. Jesus brought me through the fire. He didn't save me from the fire, but He made me fireproof. In Isaiah 48:10, behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. Our afflictions are what make us stronger, and the Lord is providing that for us. I will stand by his side and go to battle with him. Now, it took me a long time to figure out kind of all of this. To, to write this down and to give you this, to spiritually feed you, was a struggle for me. Because it's something that I struggle with, but I know I'm not the only one that struggles with this. Now, socially, we don't talk about any of this, because we're not supposed to. Now, the Lord was always there. I always envision the picture of the Lord standing at the door and he's knocking, but there's no handle on the outside. The handles on the inside. The Lord is always there talking to us, whispering to us, knocking at the door. But I didn't know his voice at the time. I had to be willing to listen to his voice, but willing to open my heart as well. And the more time that you spend with God, the more that you'll know his voice. So when Heidi and I were first dating, I would go home. We were in college, so I'd go home to visit. And uh, I'd go to my grandmother's house because that's usually where I would stay. And she had the old wall-hanging rotary phone to dial from. And if you're under the age of probably 30, you don't know what a rotary phone is. But you literally had to spin it to dial and you would get so far, and I would forget what number it was, I was on, and so you'd have to hang up and start over. But you can hear the sound. If you put your finger in it and you turn it, you can hear the sound. And then I would finally be successful, and the phone call would go through. So I'm calling Heidi's house. But I'm new, I'm, you know we're newly dating, and, and so anybody that answers the phone, I'd ask, hello, is Heidi there? And sometimes it would be Heidi. Sometimes it would be Amy or Janet or Miley. But I didn't know the difference in their voice yet. And it took time. It took many phone calls of me calling to figure that out. It took time of me spending with them to figure out who was who. The more time we spend with God, the more we know his voice. And that's true in anything. The more we pray, and the more we talk to him, and if we have a, our heart is open and our mind is willing, we will hear his voice. But my willingness had to grow, and I had to understand it. 2 Corinthians eight, eleven, 11, and 12. Now therefore perform the doing of it, that as there was a readiness to will... So there may be a performance also out of that which ye have. For if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that a man hath, and not according to that he hath not. I had to have a willing mind, but I had to open my heart. I had to open the door for the Lord to actually walk in, to accept Him in my life. Because He was always there knocking. I just wasn't listening. Doctrine and Covenants 11 and 4. Behold, I speak unto you and also to all those who have desires to bring forth and establish this work. And no one can assist in this work except he shall be humble and full of love, having faith, hope, and charity, being temperate in all things whatsoever shall be entrusted to his care. Behold, I am the light and the life of the world that speak these words. Therefore, give heed with your might, and then you are called. Amen. It wasn't until I let Jesus in and began to humble myself, to to get rid of that hard candy outer shell and actually allow him in. Because I wasn't alone. I thought I was. But I wasn't doing it alone. I wasn't doing it by myself. He was always there. I just didn't let him in. 1 Peter 5, 6-7 through seven, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. So in my mind, I was thinking, why... Why didn't I receive these blessings a long time ago? Why didn't I have this faith a long time ago? Well, the Lord's timeline is totally different than ours. And what he teaches us is patience through that. And we have to be patient. But there are afflictions that we have to go through. There is fire that we have to walk through in order for our faith to grow. And that's really hard to understand. And it took me a really long time to figure that out. I had to learn that I was not alone. Here am I. Send me. I will talk with you daily, Lord, to remember your might. Doctrine and Covenants 4, two. Remember faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, brotherly kindness, godliness, charity, humility, diligence. Ask, ye, ask, and ye shall receive. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Amen. Here am I. Send me. Let me sing your praises in all that I do. Psalms 73, 21 through 28. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my reins. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee, thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in in heaven but thee, and there is none upon earth that I desire besides thee? My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish, Thou hast Thou hast destroyed all them that go a-whoring from Thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord that I may declare all Thy works. The world around us fails us, and it is only the Lord that we have to trust on. Now, growing up, I trusted that my brother would save me. And then I had to trust on myself, but I didn't know that I could trust on the Lord. And it wasn't until I was older that I figured that out. Now as a as a teenager, there's a lot of things going on when you're a teenager. A lot of emotional changes. Just a lot of things going on. And the earlier that you can figure out that the Lord is by your side, not only walking with you, but carrying you. The more blessed you will be in life. Here am I. Send me. Growing up, um, played a lot of played a lot of sports. Um, football was my, my, my one sport that I, I loved, but before every game we would kneel. So we would get, uh, get around each other and the head coach would be standing. We'd all be kneeling and he would say his motivational speech and then he would always end it with the Lord's prayer. Now you, you, you said it, but you didn't know really what it meant. You didn't know the power of it. At the time. I didn't understand. What it had. Matthew 6. 10 through 15. Our father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is done in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. Suffer us not to be led into temptation, but delivers from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I just got goosebumps and I want to go play. Because the power that that holds is exponentially greater than anything else. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. As we enter into a new year, we have new beginnings. We have new opportunities. We have a new day. It starts tomorrow. Brand new year. Brand new year. We have a new life that starts tomorrow. Now, everything that I've spoken about before is in the past. And no matter what has happened in the past, no matter the transgressions, no matter the trespasses, it is our turn to forgive. It is my turn to let loose of those things that keep me from getting closer to the Lord. Absolutely. Tomorrow's a brand new day. The sun will come up tomorrow. Now in Matthew 6, 16, this is at the end of the Lord's Prayer. This is after it. For if ye forgive men their trespasses who trespass against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you your trespasses. We have to forgive in order to be forgiven. Got to make sure that we remember that. Now with tomorrow being a new day, it's time to begin again. Now, we get baptized at eight, or whatever age that you were baptized. You get a fresh start. At the beginning of every month, during the sacrament, you get a fresh start. but why don't we do that every single day? Why don't we take on that feeling of a new day and a fresh start? Because I know I need it. I'm not perfect. By any means, I'm not perfect. I fail at life every day. But I get up every morning and try to do it better the next day. I try to better myself. My opportunities. I take what the Lord has given me. I try to make lemonade. Sometimes it does not taste good. And it doesn't come out the way that I planned. There's always something missing. Because I can tell you right now, I don't pray enough. I don't speak to God enough. And tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a fresh start. 2 Corinthians 5:17 Therefore if any man live in Christ he is a new creature old things are passed away behold all things are become new and Isaiah 40:31 but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint how glorious would it be To have a new day tomorrow, have a fresh start tomorrow, and start all over again. And the blessings that would flow in. But we have to have an open heart and we have to be willing to hear his voice. In conclusion, we have to realize that even though the world is full of guile and hate and ruin and all things evil, we have to remember what the Lord tells us. This is out of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Just as I said in the beginning, here am I, send me.
6: God, the eternal Heavenly Father, and the blessed name of Thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord. He who reigneth, who was and is and shall always be, our God, our Lord, the Son of David, who cometh in the heavens. Lord, it is in His name that we end this year, that we look forward to another year. Praise thy holy name. We confirm that we have been spoken to by your Holy Spirit. And each one of us declare, here we Lord, send us. Send us out with all humility and yet all boldness. That we will never miss an opportunity to proclaim your name. To let the countenance of the Lord Jesus be in us, that the world might see that we love thee and we serve thee, that we are more more blessed than all other people and all other nations, because we have loved thee and served thee, and that you have built this country and made it for thee and thy purposes. And you have sent the gospel throughout all the world, the name of Jesus, that the world might be saved. Father, we pray that this congregation might continue to bless the world, bless their community, bless their families, make a hedge and a wall about our homes, continue to bless us, prepare us for the year to come. May we have hope in our hearts forevermore. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and ask. Amen. Amen.